أعوذ بالله السميع العليم من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه يستعين في جميع الأمور الحمد لله الذي خلق خلقه بعبادته ورضي عبادته بتوحيده وقرن توحيده بإجاب طاعته صلى الله على محمد وآله ودعاته Mumineen, worshippers of Allah subhanahu wa salam alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May you be among the people whom Allah Ta'ala has praised in the Qur'an by these words, الَّذِينَ يَشْكُرُونَ اللَّهَ قِيَامًا مَقْعُودًا وَعَلَى جُنُوبِهِمْ وَيَتَفَكَّرُونَ فِي خَلْقِ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ رَبَّنَا مَا خَلَقْتَ هَذَا بَاطِلًا سُبْحَانَكَ فَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ Those who remember Allah while standing, sitting and lying down. Those who think deeply about the creation of the skies and the earth. Lord, you have not created this without purpose. Glory be to you. Save us from the punishment of fire. That is what the ayat says. In this majlis I will do bayan on why we worship Allah. On the face of it, it seems like a simple question. But when its meaning is explained, you will realize that it encloses pearls of wisdom and mysteries of higher truth. With Allah Ta'ala's aid and the inspiration of his wali Imam Zaman, I begin this bayan. Allah Ta'ala says in the Qur'an, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَاءَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have created jinn and humans only so that they may worship me. Sayyidina Hussain bin Ali, this bayan on this ayat with great wisdom says that it would appear from this ayah that the goal for which Allah created jinn and humans is to worship him. Now, if, uh, if Allah were in want of something, it would mean that he is in need of it. And whoever is in need of something is deficient and lacking. And Allah Ta'ala can never be deficient or in need of anything. Allah can never be in want of anything. But the ayat says that this is why he created jinn and humans. There is an answer to this question which will heal and convince. Otherwise, the question will remain an open question. The key to understanding this ayah is that it is about the second creation. I have explained earlier in the Majalis that this world, dunya, is the second creation. The first creation, alamul ibda, a spiritual realm inhabited by angels. Allah subhanahu created this first realm and its inhabitants without any need from them. He created them as an act of pure favor and benevolence. Ihsan. Through his benevolence, he created life. Forms possessed of knowledge and power. The angels, Hayatu Zatu Ilmin wa Qudra. These forms are the sublime angels who of their own free will acknowledge their creator. They acknowledge and obey the angels who preceded them in venerating the creator. 
Because of this, God accepted their acknowledgement of Him and their obedience to Him. They answered the true call of Dawit. So they obtained eternal life in the state of sublime bliss. Those who did not answer the Dawit, who said no instead of yes, fell to this lower world. You have heard this bayan earlier. This world was created for the purpose of propagating Allah's Dawat. Allah's representative, the Imam, and in his concealment, the Da'i establishes Allah's Dawat on earth. Whoever answers the Dawat, meaning if they obey the Imam in Da'i, they return once more to the celestial realm of angels, which is heaven. Now, the meaning of this ayah is clear. Allah Ta'ala created this world, this second creation, dunya, so that jinn and humans may answer Dawat. Only if they do so will their worship, their obedience to Allah be accepted. Act of worship that you perform today with your bodies, the worship mandated by Sharia, Worship by deeds, namaz, prayer, fasting. Our kitabs say these physical rites of worship serve to purify you, to raise you from a physical to a spiritual being. And the intellectual worship is the worship that you perform by acquiring knowledge that illuminates the soul and makes it angelic because the soul's return is to the realm of angels. A mu'min should know who he is, what he is, and why he is, what he is. Before Allah created him, he did not exist. Life, the biggest gift of all, is the gift of Allah Ta'ala. All blessings are from Allah. وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ As it says in the Quran. So what is the best way you can worship him? Worship him in gratitude, shukr, the way angels worshipped him in the world of the first creation. The true da'wat is for the Almighty. God's prophets brought the Sharia, a set of laws in which they made worship of Allah like namaz, prayer, compulsory in this era of Dawrusat, era of concealment where evil is dominant. You have heard in previous bayans. That before this era, there was an era of disclosure, Darul Kashf. In that era, majority people were good, pious. They worshipped God on their own accord. Such that there was no need to make worship compulsory. We can explain this high truth with a simple example. Parents inculcate in their children the habit of brushing their teeth. Because it is for the children's benefit. Soon children realize that it is good for them. Then they do not need to be told. An intelligent person will do what is good for them of their own accord. Our kitabs relate that there are three kinds of worshippers. The first kind is people who worship God because they want something from Him. This is the worship of businessmen who are looking to make a profit. The second is People who worship God out of fear. The third kind is the highest form of worship. The highest intent to which we should all aspire. 
which is to worship God in gratitude for his blessings because we want to. That is the worship of the free, ibadatul ahrar. The worship of those who worship God by their own choice. With full recognition that all blessings, this life, the blessings of faith, everything is from God. When you draw your breath, that is a blessing. When you eat a morsel, that is a blessing. So spend your life in God's worship, in gratitude for his many blessings. Any deed you perform should be for the sake of God. Allah's awliya established the sharia in such a beautiful, amazing way. In the sharia's shade, a moment's every deed, if performed with a sincere, pious, true intention, counts as Allah's worship and act of good, which reaps great rewards. You wake up in the morning, give thanks to God, you pray namaz, supplicate Allah, recite the Quran, eat and give thanks to Allah, earn a living, thereby the reward of jihad is given to you, which you heard in the last majlis. You do good deeds, obtain, obtain abundant reward, you fast, pray namaz, acquire knowledge, our kitab say that a learned person's sleep also constitutes worship of God. If you have the right perspective in life, if you work day and night to achieve the purpose for which you were created, you are constantly worshipping God. The Lord giver who bought the Sharia, Rasulullah Muhammad has set up the Sharia in this way. By obeying Allah's messenger, his wali, you obey Allah. The highest meaning of God's worship is obedience to him. And that thought, obedience to him is achieved by obeying his wali in every age. Mu'mineen. History has recorded our mawali. Tahirin's devoted worship of Allah Ta'ala which is a beacon for us in every age. I will relate some incidents in brief. A poet said once about Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Oh how much pleasure he found in pain meaning the body may get tired in its continued performance of worship, but he finds pleasure in that pain. Rasulullah would pray until his feet swelled with standing. So his feet complained to God, asking him to urge to have mercy on his own feet. Another poet write, writes, his feet complain of pain from their swelling. Rasulullah was asked, why so much prayer? And he replied, should I not express gratitude to my Lord, my benefactor? Similarly, how devoted was the worship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wasi maulana meel mu'mineen sallallahu alayhi Hassan Imam alayhi salam relates, whenever Amir mu'mineen was pierced by an arrow in a battle. 
we would wait until he was in prayer, in namaz, to extract it. Amir Mumineen would be so engrossed that he would not even feel the pain. Imam Hussain, his beloved to all, you know him well. We all love him. In his last moments, he bowed down in sajda before God and prayed for us. His son Imam Zainul Abidin prayed a thousand prayers day and night. In the same way, Allah's true worshipper, the Imam Zaman in every age worships and directs Mu'minin to worship Allah Ta'ala. And in the Imam's concealment, his da'i walks the same path of devoted worship. Mu'minin, we saw Malana, Burhanuddin, Ridwanullahi alayhi, with our own eyes. An angel in the mihrab, pending night and day in prayer. Bawaji Sahib, Malana Qutbuddin used to relate that when Sayyidina Burhanuddin visited Misr, Qahira, Cairo for the inauguration of the Rasul Hussain, Zarih Mubarak, he led the prayer in Jami Azhar, in Masjid al Azhar. A Muslim scholar from there prayed behind Sayyidina Burhanuddin. And after he said to my father that when I prayed behind the Sultan, meaning Sayyidina Burhanuddin, I felt that I was praying behind Rasulullah. In the same way, we have seen Bhavaji Sahib Sayyidina Qutbuddin devote his life to Allah's worship. He would bow down to Allah in long sajdas, supplicating him, perform many namaz, prayers all the time, reading the Quran, the haftis, the duas. This is the way of, of life of Allah's awliya. The best way, Mu'mineen, Mu'minat. We believe in Allah and His awliya. You have heard this bayan with that recognition and knowledge, with an understanding of the purpose of our life on earth. You should resolve to lead your life in Allah's worship. If you do this with sincere intent, you will attain eternal life. Allah Ta'ala has said, Yabna Adama, Te'ani Ajalka Misli, Son of Adam, obey me and I shall make you like me. Worship God with the knowledge, as Allah Ta'ala has said in the Quran, if you do good, you do good for your own souls. As I related a few minutes ago, the true meaning of worship is obedience. Ta'at. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, يَوْمَا لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالٌ وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٌ The day, the day of judgment, Qiyamat, the day on which neither wealth nor sons are of any use. Only he will prosper who comes to Allah Ta'ala with a sound heart. A sound heart, Qalbi Salim is the heart which holds love for Allah and his awliya, meaning one who obeys them. On judgment day, they will be safe in the shade of God's throne when others face the agonies of reckoning. Bawaji Sahib Malana Qutbuddin used to say in his wasila, supplications to the Almighty, that may Allah grant us the strength 
to spend our lives in his worship khudani bandagi ma zindagi guzarwani yari aapi may he help us to spend our lives in offering thanks to him offering thanks is also a form of worship god's benevolence is such that he says la in shakar tum la zidan nakum if you give thanks i shall increase your blessing if you worship the almighty with sincerity obey him thank him in sincerity your blessing will keep increasing inshallah by the sanctity hurmat of muhammad ali muhammadan their duaat may allah taala grant us aid and direction to lead our lives in his worship and in giving thanks to him allah taala is the one who gives us strength to undertake his worship that is why we continuously supplicate him for aid with this litany iyyaka na'budu wa iyyaka nasta'in it is you we worship and you we ask for aid mu'minin recite this tasbih litany 110 times every day make it your habit and aid will come to worship allah taala may allah taala increase your blessings your barakat may he bless your livelihood make it prosper your homes your faith your knowledge and especially your worship of him may he bless it all walhamdulillah rabbil alamin wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulihi sayyidina muhammadin wa alihi tahirin وسلم تسليما متصلا الى يوم الدين يا صباح الخميس يا هلا نوار